Well, welcome everybody. Tim Carskatton here, Christmas Industry Report, doing our daily podcast. So glad you joined us. We're in that eighth month of the biblical calendar. The Lord spoke to me. I really believe His word. This is a month of turning the momentum and beginning to take new territory. Look, we're in a battle. We must take advantage of what the Lord Weapons, heavenly weapons, they are not carnal, but they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. And that's what we're facing right now, these strongholds, these principalities across the land. And God has equipped us to be victorious. Well, welcome. It's a new month on the Gregorian calendar. It's November 1, Tuesday, 2022. We're so glad you're with us today and joining us, those who join us each and every day. I must say, y'all are faithful. We watch the numbers. You guys, most of you listen each and every day. And I couldn't have asked for a more loyal group of people to not just listen to the podcast, but to stay with us, stay in the fight. We're trying to give revelation on how to navigate through this season, as I shared yesterday, of the coming economic woes. I think it's beautiful that the Lord has prepared a way for us. And I want to build on that today because I feel like in this eighth month, New Beginnings, we're going to see momentum gained this month that will propel us to more victories. You know, I played sports growing up, and I, I as you've heard me, I watch a lot of sports. I just, I love the gamemanship. I try to see the, the kingdom prophetic perspective as well as just enjoying watching, but I, I enjoy that perspective and there's a term in sports that's called the big mo, mo short for momentum. And a team can be just destroying the other team. And then just one little thing happens or uh, one little event that turns a little bit. And they said the big mo has shifted to the other team, which was losing. And then all of a sudden this momentum will build and the confidence build. And then the opponent gets discouraged they start acting out of character they start doing things they don't normally do and the next thing you know they're losing and I am here to say I feel like that's what the Lord's saying for this month that the momentum is going to shift this month and we're going to begin to have a little small victory here and a small victory there and then what's going to happen the big mo is going to come on our side and the enemy is going to start making more and more mistakes. And then what's going to happen, he's going to act out of character, of his normal character, our enemy, and then begin to devour himself. And you'll see that in a sports event, too. The, the team that's losing the momentum, the players start squabbling with each other, yelling at each other, hitting each other, pushing each other. And that's really where psychologically you shifted the uh, momentum of a sport game 
till a point till you can actually ride it to victory. And and I shared yesterday uh, about the 1917 Battle of Beersheba. I think it was yesterday. It was last week. I can't remember. But uh, where <clears throat> it the momentum shifted in the battle with the Ottomans in the land of Israel, and it opened the door for victory to drive out the Turks out of out of uh, Israel, and then also for the land to be returned to the Jewish people. And it was just a one event. I mean, there obviously there was many things that happened, but there's these suddenlies. That's what we call the one event. We see that at the day of Pentecost. You know, the church is going. It's been very difficult for hundreds of years. The Messiah comes, releases the message. He's rejected over all. The disciples gather, and they need an event that's going to increase the momentum of advancing the kingdom in the earth. And what happens? The day of Pentecost comes. A suddenly, an event, one thing happens. And then what happens? We see they preached again. And it says 3,000 were added to them. Then another thousands were more were added. Okay. So one event triggered a movement and then a landslide. And then the gospel went from Jerusalem to the Jerusalem, to Judea, to Samaria. And then it went to the utter ends of the earth. Paul declared that basically the Bible or the scriptures, I'm sorry, that the gospel went to the ends of the earth as the earth was at that time in Asia and so forth. But it, it began to grow because of an event. Now, we realize that one event didn't make it all happen, but it was the trigger point. And the, and the Battle of Beersheba we talked about was a trigger point. D-Day in 19, uh, 1944 was a trigger event, and it triggered a momentum that began to shift the war until it came to victory. Now, as I shared in my dream yesterday, I see the day where these these storms, these swells in the ocean of life are going to stop and we're going to come into a piece of a place of tranquility. That's the first time I've heard in several years that we were going to make it to that place. And so I'm pumped and I don't want to, I, I want to make sure that you uh, th- is on the, on the wall and I want to make sure that we don't miss this opportunity. When we look at scripture and we see wars or battles that were momentum shifts we obviously there's there's numerous ones, but the key one I always think of, and you've heard it since you were a child, was the Battle of Jericho. Now, first of all, I want to say this: when God has victory planned and for inheritances to be released and territory to be taken, one of the things He does is He does something: is He sows fear into the heart of the enemy, and He begins to cause the enemy to have a doubt that they can stand against the Lord's kingdom and his people. Now, we don't always know that. We don't know that they're in fear unless we have great discernment to see how they're acting out. And in the political world, I can see it because I see when the, 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 the opposite side gets desperate and starts doing desperate things, that's what it tells me is that they're defeated. You know, there's a curse word, the, we call it the F word. And when you study that word out, it's a word that came when people were defeated, armies were defeated, and they would just blurt that word out. And it was a, it was a defeatist word, and it still is to this day. 
And instead of having intelligence and having articulation, you don't know what to say. So you just use a curse word to begin to deal with an issue. And, and that's a sign that the enemy's in trouble. And as we saw at Jericho, the Lord had done some miracles for Israel as they crossed over the Jordan. And he had began to put fear into the camp of the enemy. And this is important because that's key to our victory. And so when the Lord gives the prophetic on how to take the city of Jericho, the enemy now is in disarray. In the sixth chapter of Joshua, it says this, now Jericho was tightly shut up. Why was it tightly shut up? Because the scriptures tells us here, because, the sons of, because of the sons of Israel, and no one went out and no one came in. So here you got this coward enemy inside a walled city who's not going to move. They're paralyzed because they now know that God is with the people of God. And that now is not just that the people are their enemy, but God's their enemy. And when you read Joshua, if you're reading with us in our Bible reading, we're in the book of Joshua right now. It says that the Lord fought for Israel, not just with them, for them. Now, that's a big difference. That's a big difference than God is partnering with us at some level or a little level and just going to help us out a little bit. No, the Lord said he fully engaged. This is what it means. The battle's not yours. The battle belongs to the Lord. That it's his battle now. And those, listen to me for my warning of the 1917 warning. Those are the battles that we need to be in right now. The battles that the Lord is fighting for us. Not that we're just asking him to come in and help us with, but he's fighting for us because when he's fighting for us, the enemy is in trouble. And in that story of Jericho, the Lord was fighting for them. He gave the prophetic, and we're getting prophetic right now of, of how to engage. We got the word about the Battle of Beersheba in 1917, which is to charge, to make a strike against outrageous odds, and it will be the beginning of the end. It means we got, I think we got at least another year of serious warfare. That's my, my, what I, my insight, what the Holy Spirit seems to be telling me. But we're going to see some victories, and I think they start this month. We're going to see some small incremental victories that are going to give us the momentum that we need to move forward. So you know the story. They obeyed the prophetic word, key. Just like Noah obeyed the word of the Lord and he survived. And they obeyed the word of the Lord. And what happened? The walls fell, just like the Lord said they would. I've had a dream about the walls of the enemy. The structures of the enemy are going to fall. Well, I need to be, in, in, in continuing my listening, I need to be in the right place and continue to listen so that when I can do my shout, as the Lord would tell me, then we can have back what God has called us to have. And I've taught this before in my sermons about that shout that came from Israel and from the Israelites. You got to understand they were at a brick wall and that's what they were slaved to do in Egypt was to build brick walls. So the very thing that they had been enslaved to was the very thing that was going to fall and bring them into victory.
So when they shouted, it wasn't just shouting because of the wall and they wanted to take Jericho. It was a remembrance of the 400 years of slavery in Egypt of their forefathers that had been building bricks that long, and now the bricks were keeping them from their promise. And so when they shouted, I think they shouted from the Spirit. I think they shouted generationally. I think there were three or four generations, five, six generations there that were shouting within their very noise. And so they were carrying, remember it says Abraham when he tithed, it was, Levi was in his loins. I believe the cry of the Israelites from the years of slavery was within those who were shouting. And when they shouted, it failed. And right now, we have had many people that have been enslaved, the church has in the body of Christ around the world. And when we shout at the enemy right now and what the enemy's holding us back from, our inheritance, we also carry the synergy of the ages. We carry past generations within our voice. And so what did they do? They obeyed the Lord. They shout. The walls fall, okay? Now, that was an easy victory, right? Now the momentum's on their side because why? God fought for them, tore down the structure, fulfilled a promise. Now they take the spoils. Okay, so now they had to be pumped, okay? Now the momentum's on their side. Doesn't mean you're not going to still have problems. Just means you got momentum. Now that was the first of many. Now the Lord said that was the first fruits place and give me my portion of it. So they, they did except for, you know, one person, again, who stole and kept some for himself. And so there's no guarantee when we win victories that there aren't going to be some among us who are going to be using it for selfish reasons. And we have to ask the Lord to deal with that. And you remember the story, they went against AI and they had some defeats there and they, they finally figured out, you know, because the Lord said he's fighting for them and they would have victory, something's wrong in, in the camp. They discovered it, dealt with it, repented in a sense, removed the cancer from their midst. A can was removed. And then what happened? They went to the next city and had another victory. They went to the next city and had another victory. And all along, the word keeps saying, and God fought for Israel. When we engage in the right battle at the right time with the prophetic word, momentum is coming our way. And it will be the beginning of the end. We're going to start seeing victory after victory after victory. Not to say we won't have some setbacks like they did. But ultimately, I am declaring today to you and to I that we are in a moment in time where we're going to see a momentum shift. So I want to speak that over you today in your own life, your own city, your own nation. Father, in the name of Yeshua, I declare that God, your goodness is going to be upon your people, your kingdom. Lord, the enemy is tightly shut up right now because he knows you're going to fight for us. And we ask that, Lord, we fight the right battles. Forgive us for engaging in battles of our flesh and what we'd like to see happen and not yours. And I'd release the spirit of momentum upon the body right now and upon everybody listening to this podcast. The momentum and everything they're believing for what to take back territory that you have promised to them. In the name of Yeshua, I decree that. Amen and amen. All right, come back tomorrow. We love you guys. Well, thanks for listening and each and every day here on our podcast. Thank you, whatever one you found us on, whatever platform you found. Thank you again. I always remind you 
Uh, you can find everything we're doing on our app. It's a very important resource for you. We list all our events. We put key sermons up there. Uh, we have our Bible reading plan there. You can give there. We have uh, many media things that there for you to watch should you want to grow in what the Lord is speaking in this hour. So make sure you go there if you want to sow. Thanks for doing that. All right, come back tomorrow. We'll see what the Lord's saying.